킹카 앤 퀸카 여러분 안녕하세요. This is Rome or Handojun, your Kinka Jingu, Kinka classmate and the host of Kinka Podcast, where we celebrate the marriage of K-drama, Korean culture and language learning. Yes. Ah, uh, finally. I'm able to record today. Yeah, it's been three weeks. Yeah, supposedly this episode should have been released last week, actually. But because I've been busy and stuff. Yeah, I'm only recording today and you'll be hearing this on uh, the next Monday, which is June 6th. Okay, yeah, sorry about that because I've just been... Yeah, I, I said it. I'm, I've been busy. But yeah, what to expect in today's episode? Well, um, a few updates about me, my life and stuff. And I'm also going to talk about the K-drama My Liberation Notes or Nae Hebang Eiji. Alright, so that's what you can expect from today's episode. Like the past episode, I might not have enough time to edit this episode. So it's going to be kind of raw. Uh, I'm not sure if you're already getting used to that, and but yeah, you can always listen to it um, at speed 1.25, 1.52, or whatever speed that you prefer, but as long as you're listening, I really, really, really appreciate it. And right now, there's uh, 639 of you who are following this podcast on Spotify, and yeah, to all of you, thank you very much, and for the new subscribers... Or followers who've just followed last month and this month. Yeah, thank you very much for making that decision to, you know, listen to my ramblings about K-drama and language learning. Um, I, I feel like uh, we are sort of friends, you know. You're, you're, you're listening to me speak for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, or sometimes even longer than that. And yeah, I actually really miss doing this recording podcast episodes freely you know freely talking on the microphone non-stop for that duration yeah because i haven't recorded anything in the past three weeks yeah even for biolchari my korean asmr podcast i actually couldn't record anything and the reason is i've been busy with school with work and with life in general and so I'm picking up the pieces from where I left off. And yeah, because uh, we're nearing the end of the trimester right now. So I've been busy with complying with a lot of requirements for my master's. And for work, the busy season um, is still on. We're still not finished with a busy season at work. So... <laughs> So you know that my schedule is kind of full, but yeah, I'm trying my best to still do this. And actually, I'm still watching K-dramas every morning, and that's why I'm able to watch Nae Hebang Ilji or My Liberation Notes. Yeah, I I'm still doing that. I'm still watching K-dramas every day with my mom. And yeah, it, nowadays, it's just my mom and I who are watching K-dramas in the morning. But yeah, it's still a fun thing to do. And I'm still enjoying it, and I'm still going to do it in the long run. Yes. And um, what else? Oh, yeah. Another news about me is that um, I think it was in April that 
I submitted an application to become part of the K Influencer Academy that is um, being hosted by Kosis or the wait um hmm my bad for <laughs> not getting the meaning of Kosis wait let me check what ah Korean Culture and Information Service yeah Kosis and also Korea.net so there's this K Influencer Academy. That's, uh, I think it's also under the Ministry of Culture of Korea. So I, be- I applied for that. And then in May, I received a notification that, yes, I got accepted. And so there's now the, <laughs> the, Korean, uh, the K-Influencer Academy. I'm part of it now. And we have programs. We have missions. We have things to do for the next from June to December, so that's seven months. For the next seven months, we'll be doing various kinds of things, but I think mostly creating video content. And so if you are still not subscribed to my uh, YouTube channel, I would really appreciate it if you do subscribe to it so that you can see all the outputs that I'm going to make in the next seven months under the K-Influencer program or the K-Influencer Academy program. Yeah, um, yeah. so that's one thing. So that's another thing that will make me so busy on top of school and work and my podcast and, you know, life in general. Yeah, I, I don't know how I'd be able to thrive in all of this given that I only have 24 hours. I feel like I need 48 hours to survive every day. But with the 24 hours that I have... Um, yeah, I will make do with what we have, you know, that's how life works. So yeah, that's mostly about me. Ah, another thing is that I will be taking the Topic exam again this year. I think I might have already mentioned that in the previous episode. But yeah, the exam is in July. I have already submitted my application and I already paid for it as well. So I'm just waiting for the exam day. And the exam is, I think, the first Sunday of July. So that's just about four weeks from now. And I've been thinking of uh, creating a video about how I'm studying for Topic if I'm actually studying. Because right now I don't even have that much time to study Korean. Because my Korean study right now is mostly passive. If yeah, if you've noticed, it's just mostly watching K-dramas. Reading books has been very difficult in the past few weeks because yeah i'm reading a lot of required readings for school as well so reading korean books has become like at the least of my priority in the past few weeks but yeah i'll get onto it again and yeah i'll try to cram my way to level well the target is at least level five because i already passed level four three years ago so i should at least be level five right now right so that's at least the goal but if i could reach level six then that would be nice but i think yeah maybe my level i mean yeah my skill is still not sufficient for a level six still a long way to go but yeah so that's me how about you all of you kinka chingus or kinkas and queen um yeah what have 
you all been up to? What K dramas are you watching? Have you seen my liberation notes? It's really good. You should watch it. Okay, so now it's time for me to talk about my liberation notes. So the the Korean title for my liberation notes is actually Nae Hebang Ilji, and Ilji is actually it means diary. So Ilji, so people have diaries, right? So you have your Ilji. Um, But the English title is My Liberation Notes, and I think, yeah, that sounds better than My Liberation Diary. <laughs> yes, it kind of sounds weird, I think. But, yeah, so what is this K-drama all about? Well, from the title, it's about liberation and stuff, right? Um, But for me, if I were to uh, describe the plot of this K-drama in my own words, then it would be about this three siblings who grew up and were living in the countryside or Chibang or Shigoya. Yeah, they are people from the countryside. And somehow because of the lifestyle that they had, even though they have jobs in Seoul, um, since they are still living in the countryside, they felt like their lives are somehow incomplete or they are still too tied to you know to the countryside and they're still living with their parents so somehow i I think they kind of felt stuffy with their situations and they might have wanted to be free from that although it's not just that that they wanted to be liberated from there's actually a lot of things that they wanted to be freed of and there's different stuff for each of the sibling, for the oldest sister, Kijang, and then for the only son, Changi, and then the youngest, Mijang. Uh yeah. Um yeah, they had their own stories and I actually really uh enjoyed the dynamics and how each of them had a different path to take yeah i think nowadays i'm really enjoying k-dramas that has uh some kind of sibling dynamics yeah well yeah i think all k-dramas have you know brothers and sisters and stuff but sometimes the sibling dynamics are not played out very well but in the case of my liberation notes i think the dynamics of the three was awesomely executed yeah and I think I've read somewhere on Twitter or somewhere I, I don't know it <laughs> yeah probably Twitter um that uh one person was commenting on how my liberation notes was able to portray introversion in a very artistic way or uh this K drama was able to masterfully um, express introversion through the character of Mr. Gu, but not only Mr. Gu actually. In my opinion, all the four main characters of this K drama are somehow introverted. So you have Mr. Gu, Changhee, Mijong, Kijong. I think they are all introverted somehow, like in one way. They were all introverted, but it's just that. Th- that introversion was expressed in different ways. By the way, yeah, since this is a 
K drama and Korean language learning、um, podcast. Yeah, maybe you don't know the word for introversion or for introverted, right? So that is actually、uh, so. There's this we hyang jok and then ne hyang jok. So we is like outside. So we hyang jok. So if you are a hyang jok in Saram, that means you are extroverted. We meaning outside, right? And then ne hyang jok, ne hyang jok in Saram. Iramyeon, then you are an introverted person. I know that because when I was preparing for my interview for my first ever、uh, Korean job. Um, well, I, I had to prepare how to speak about myself, my personality, and stuff. So among the first few <laughs> vocabulary words that I had to remember during that time was those personality words like "wihang jogin," "neyang jogin," and so and so. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, and another. Yeah, I, I think that's a tip.、Um, if ever some of you listeners are actually thinking of. Getting a job that requires the mastery or fluency in the Korean language, and you're gonna have an interview. I'd say that you need to be able to express things about yourself in a fluent way using the Korean language, as if you're just doing it in English. So, like, you can try, you know, like have a set of questions, like the most common. Questions that are asked during an interview, so write that down, and maybe write that down in Korean as well, so that when you do do the actual interview, like when you hear the question, you right away know that okay, that's this question, yeah. Because if if you just do it in English, and then you answer it in Korean, I think when you hear the question in Korean, you might get confused, or yeah, it depends on how you're understanding. Is working, but sometimes if you're trembling and stuff, and you're so、um, nervous during the interview, sometimes you might mishear the question. So yeah, like so that's what I did actually in the past. I prepared questions in Korean and then I answered them in Korean. But if I couldn't express myself in Korean, then I did it in English first, and then translated it later in Korean, and then I kept practicing. On expressing myself and talking about opinions and stuff in Korean,、um, f- uh, I think a few days to a few weeks before my Korean job interview. So just in case some of you are thinking of doing that, and you know, if you are at the level of Korean fluency wherein you can use it for your job, yeah, that's a、uh, something that you can try and you know do. Yeah, back to my liberation notes. Um, huh. I think it's interesting how the idea of liberation notes didn't really appear until after a few episodes. Like in the first, second, and third episode, I think the idea of the diary or the notes didn't appear until maybe fourth or fifth episode. And yeah, I think that's nice because it wasn't rushed. And、uh, maybe yeah, about the pace of this K drama as well, it's a little bit slow, so it might not be for a lot of people, cause you know a lot of people want fast paced stuff, but 
this one it's slow and it was done on purpose because well if, if you're living in the shiva in the countryside what do you expect do you expect things to be fast there not really right although korea is you know known to be a country with a pali pali culture um the countryside is still um a bit more relaxed and calm compared to seoul or busan or the other major cities in korea so if you live in the countryside it's going to be more peaceful more quiet and yeah i know because i've lived in the countryside in korea for quite a while yeah and it's nice so yeah i i guess that was really done on purpose because yeah the setting was in between seoul and their village um sampo village yeah so yeah if you don't like slow stuff i'm sorry about that but yeah there's a lot of slow things going on in this k-drama so i, I think we can because we can categorize this k-drama as a slow burn right and then another thing is chuang oh kill kill nail chuang chuang iran Yes. Um, if you remember, uh, Chuang was first said by Mijang. So Chuang or Chuanghada, it means to worship. And that idea was introduced by Mijang to Mr. Gu because Mr. Gu was such an alcoholic and he he felt like he had nothing better to do. It it appeared that way to Mijang. And so Mijang just decided to told Mr. Gu hey, if you have nothing better to do, then I can give you something that you can do. And what is that? Chuang. Naru chuang eh. To worship me. Yeah, did you hear that right? Yeah. Worship. To worship her. And yeah, I guess that idea is kind of new or exotic to a lot of people. But to me, actually, as a Filipino, I didn't find it weird. I didn't find it new. Because even here in the Philippines, we had this movie maybe many years ago. Like maybe when I was five, six or younger. And But I, I didn't watch it back then, okay? Because, <laughs> yeah, these dramas or movies are not for kids. Um, the title of the movie was I Worship You or in Tagalog it's Sinasambakita yeah and there's also a song called that Sinasambakita or I Worship You and no it's not for God it's for a person so it's not liking or loving the person but worshiping the person and yeah how, how would you define that because even Mr. Gu throughout this drama he said that he didn't know how to worship how does that work although there has been several instances before he said that that he would tell Mijang that oh i just worship you i'm worshiping you now something like that and but still even if he has said that a lot of times or several times in one of their confrontations mr gu said that i don't know what worshiping means i don't know what that entails so yeah i guess 
right now, I, I'd also like to understand what the viewers' opinions are on this idea to worship another person. Because for me, I find that really interesting to worship another person. And maybe in different contexts, worshiping another person might have different meanings. Like it could be, you know, too R-rated or something. But um, let's take it at the definition of just uh, revering the other person. Like putting that person on a pedestal and then serving that person you know, so worshipping. And do you think if you worship another person, that would turn out into love? Maybe, maybe not. Um, it's case by case, right? But yeah, I just think that idea is so interesting. We should all find people who will worship us or we should find people whom we can worship. <laughs> yeah, if you can't, find someone you can love then find someone you can worship but be careful don't join any cults or something like that just because you want to worship somebody that's scary okay and make sure that you worshiping another person has limitations okay not to the point of abuse and stuff just be careful and yeah it, talking about loving just anybody yeah that's actually the story of Gijang, the eldest child of the three siblings. Um, yeah, she was so determined to just love anybody. And the context was winter is coming and I don't want to be single when winter comes. And I, I found that really funny because winter is coming, right? You get the... The reference, winter is coming. That's from Game of Thrones. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I think, in general, people who live in countries that has four seasons, that has winter, um, spring, summer, and fall, uh, their emotions and mood change following the seasons. And I think it's usually the case that when autumn comes and then winter approaches, people become more gloomy in a way. Well, probably because they're not getting enough sun. Yeah, which is real because, yeah, if you're quite, you know, not in a good mood or you're feeling sad, but, you know, not clinical depression or something because you need um, professional help for that. But like if in just just in general, if you're not feeling so good, um, try to like get out and expose yourself to the sun. I mean, get some sunlight, then that will lift up your mood somehow, one way or another. So anyway, Kijang was so lonely that she wanted to just find anybody and love somebody. And she found that... Uh, I, we actually don't know how it ended, but we, we just have a guess that, yeah, they're going to end up together for real, something like that. But yeah, loving somebody, loving just anybody. How desperate can you be to, you know, to determine yourself to just love anybody? Uh, as for me, I, I'm not sure. I think I won't go that far. 
although I do believe that I can just love anybody if I so choose to. And yeah, I guess loving is a choice, right? I, I don't think love is, you know, it's like magic or something that's inside of you. And then when you see the person, there's slow motion and I don't know, sparks and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's not how I see love right now. I see love as a process of getting to know the other person and continuously choosing to get to know that person better and at the same time continuously um, understanding that person and continuously choosing to like and love that person yeah there's always the factor of choice i think yeah um <laughs> yeah my my f- philosophies about love and uh, free will is quite complicated i'll just think about that again in the future but for now my liberation notes has really had me um think about love and companionship and relationship uh in a very different way in the past two weeks that i've seen it and i think i do see myself in all of these characters Mr. Gu, Mijong, Gijong, and Changi. I didn't talk about Changi yet, right? Well, Changi is just, I don't know, he's so cute the way he acted around Mr. Gu. Yeah, especially when he got the Rolls Royce yeah, and he hugged him and yeah, not piggyback. How do you call that when you like hug the person and then instead of piggyback, you're in front of the person? Uh, I don't know that. I don't know how to express that in words, but yeah, that's how I expressed it. Piggy back, but it's on the front. Piggy front, <laughs> but and hug. Um, yeah, the character was just so cute and so genuine. I think. Um, interestingly, he found, um, he found about his path in life, I guess, by continuously going through. Um, what, 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 how, how, fate, uh, fateful circumstances, fateful circumstances, like circumstances that were by chance, like, um, uh, okay, it's quite sensitive to say, but yeah, um, he's seen a lot of people die, and then towards the end, um, he was supposed to attend a seminar on, Korean artistry and uh, archaeology but then he entered the wrong room and it was for a funeral manager or like counselors for funeral stuff and he seemed to have thought that it it must have been his calling because yeah he, he was there when his grandmother and his mother died and yeah also at the same time he was there when the ex-boyfriend of Hyanna was you know going through um, difficulties in his life because he had uh, sickness and yeah and so he thought that maybe that was his calling mm, well I well I don't really believe in callings um yeah there's there's a part of us that maybe 
want callings to be real because it makes the choice easier for us because like we get a lot of this um, symbols or signs from the universe or from the world around us and so it's easier to think okay i should go this path but i i don't believe in that at least right now but yeah for people who believe that you're cool i'm cool with you as well like yeah we all have different belief systems anyway and that's all right as long as you're not harming anyone with your belief system yeah uh what else okay i've been speaking for 30 minutes now if you're still listening here wow you're really awesome uh yeah and mr goo his character didn't speak for an entire episode i think or two episodes and i think that was a powerful performance not speaking for an entire episode for or for two episodes that's amazing i mean he had to act without lines and i I think that's really difficult as an actor because well i've never tried that um although i do theater and improv theater i've never tried doing roles that doesn't speak maybe soft-spoken and um like not very outspoken character but not to the point that i wouldn't say a word so i I found that really um yeah i think uh the actor uh son zoku uh really did an amazing performance for that yeah and yeah son zoku uh i've seen him on designated survivor i've also featured that k-drama in um several episodes ago like many many episodes ago yeah and yeah i actually like him as an actor he has a very unique look to him and yeah i think he's really handsome as compared to other korean actors i mean probably uh because he's facial feature is quite different from the common leading actors that we know or those that are really popular right now so i think it's unique and he um he has his own kind of charm yeah um what else about this k-drama well liberation liberation notes so they made a club in their in their office and i found that really funny that in a company people are sort of required to be part of clubs because i think that's too old school but yeah given the well i'm not generalizing but i think yeah a lot of korean companies may still be very traditional and maybe sort of old school although that's changing for sure but yeah i feel that requiring all your employees to be part of clubs is quite old school because you know i'm coming from a perspective that um people work to earn money and maybe that's sort of their second community but you know employees might want to spend their time with their actual friends and family members instead of their fellow employees 
So I find clubs, I mean, requiring clubs, requiring club membership as something too old school. Um, I, I don't know about you, but that's how I see it. I mean, maybe it's good for people who don't have friends outside of the company that, yeah, they'll have friends in the company with whom they can spend time together. But there are also those people who just work to work and they have a separate social life. And I think it's important to have that clear boundary of having a social life outside of work instead of you know, making your workplace be the sole place where you get your social needs. I think that's quite unhealthy. Yeah, I think. <laughs> um, do you agree or not? Well, it's up to you. Um, I think it's a different, there's a different platform to talk about that. But yeah, in general, I, I don't think it should be required for people to join clubs within the company maybe participate in some activities yes do that but yeah i don't think something to that regard should be required but in this k-drama it turned out helpful that they built their i mean they established their own club the liberation club wherein they got to talk about their feelings and emotions and you know they made that a safe space for them to explore themselves and also find their liberation and uh, yeah so what about you is there something that you feel like you have to be liberated from what is it i'm curious um for me for me I, I don't know i haven't thought about that although i've been writing daily morning pages in the past i haven't done that in how many months now? Two or three months now. But I'm trying to get back to writing morning pages every day. Because that's so helpful in capturing my thoughts. Like, yeah. Because, you know, you have thoughts. A lot of thoughts going in on your mind. But if you don't write them down, it will pass. And you won't even remember that you had that thought during that time. So right now, I'm trying to get back to that writing something every day, in the morning especially, so that I could capture my state of mind and the ideas, the thoughts that are inside my brain at particular moments of time. Yeah, so something you can try. And maybe through that, I'll also find my liberation. Yeah, I already f once found my liberation. Um, yeah, uh, okay, yeah. I found my liberation once by journaling and it's another story that I can tell you but not today yeah and my voice is already hoarse now I've been I've been wrong <laughs> I've been Han Dojun your Kinka Chingu Kinka classmate and my energy is not as high anymore but yeah I'm looking I'm so looking forward to the Korean money heist and it's going to be released in 20 days. So still a long way to go. For the meantime, I'm still um, deciding what K-drama to watch. Because in the past three days, uh, or in the past week, I haven't seen any K-drama. But instead, my mom and I were watching Stranger Things and other 
English TV series. But yeah. Um, yeah. So again, I am so happy. I'm so grateful that there are still a lot of you who are listening to this podcast. I don't know how many exactly of you are listening up to this point. But if you're one of them, yeah, thank you. I love you. Um, and yeah, that's it. I'll see you again in two weeks. And I'll talk about the K-drama that I'll watch. Yeah, I'm still undecided, but I'll talk about whichever K-drama that is. And surely I'll talk about Money Heist Korea when we get to finish watching it. 네, 오늘은 여기까지 들어주셔서 정말 감사하고요. 네, 다음에 Okay, I almost said 다음 주, but no, it's not 다음 주. 다음에 꼭 봐요. 안녕히 계세요. 바이바이, 사랑해요.